speed, agility, power. I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here. Handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion. Folks, welcome to another episode of Roxy Fever. He really does sound like he's about to fall asleep. So he tired. Sounds, <laughs> he sounds between being sleepy and strung yeah. out. I, I'm so tired. I worked all week. I'm lying down on the floor because uh, my wife uh, is sick. And so I slept on the love seat last night and then worked all day lifting heavy things. More like the no love seat. It's so bad. My my back is so sore. How how are all of you doing? Oh, our friend uh, Riley is here, by the way. Hello. Uh, you know her from Twitter. You may know her as uh, God TM on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, Riley, what's your ad? You may know me as God. Yes. I'm yeah, also Jeep at one point. Oh, yeah, Jeep. Jeep yeah, is I'm good. still Jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, God TM That's Jeep. It's a terrible Minor. inside joke. I don't even care. I understand the God one. <laughs> that's that's yeah, a Tucker Carlson thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that Jeep. I have no idea. Yeah, Wait, you know, what's the you know, jokes thing? good when you have to pin the tweet that contextualizes the joke to make people on your timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Hold uh, on, what? I don't. I've never understood the God thing. So Tucker Carlson, <laughs> like God, probably what? Are we at, are we at like five years ago now, or is that too long? Was the how old was the this? pin tweet is from last year? It's from last year. Oh <laughs> wow! Okay, okay. Sorry, I feel like wake up, old man. I feel like he said this. Uh, no, that that shows you it's yeah. Anyways, um, he uh, he had a there was a tweet going around, but he had this segment on Fox News where he said that uh, being trans is like saying you're God because you're deciding uh what what gender you are which is what god does <laughs> as i'm saying that's a god is the only one left it's it's factory. yeah it's it's so, satanic god is like the god, god is just the sorting hat at the beginning of the book you know that what? cannot I be came named to, i came out to one of my supervisors who is actually in uh the church of satan and he was like oh, yeah. i have <laughs> a shirt with bahamut on it or oh yeah yeah that's right. whatever uh, whatever yeah. uh that's what that has like demons. trans pride colors on it <laughs> that was his reaction to that's me dope. and i was like fuck yeah dude <laughs> that, that's awesome did you did you come out to come out to them upon seeing that shirt uh no i wanted i wanted to ask them if i could have the shirt because naturally <laughs> they'd have to give it as an ally yes right cool the shirt, the shirt was actually so cool that that's how Riley decided to become trans. Satanic <laughs> uh, propaganda. There's gonna be a lot of these because that's because I'm very sleepy. Um, <laughs> okay, well, might might need to be an edited one. Yeah, it'll be. Wait, fine. no, let me let me get in my my bad one. 
So I think uh, yeah, if he did, wanted we, we to didn't... have like a coherent episode, he probably shouldn't have had me on. No, that I, that's kind of I kind of figured it was sort of perfect that, that <laughs> you were going to be the guest when I'm like this. I, I also, by the way, uh, Vias was kind of the one who like set this up. Like, yeah, uh, like he he talked to you about coming on because you you had a you bullied a, us tweet. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you had a tweet <laughs> yeah. where you were like, a podcast should have me on so I can scream about stuff. Yeah, and Vias exactly. was like, "That's cool, great, yeah, come on." And then I well, got. I home. saw an opportunity, so we didn't have to talk. Fair enough. <laughs> also, then, like five minutes after we finished recording our last episode about all the pride stuff, I was like, "Shit, we should have had Riley on." Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, um, and and then uh, uh, I got home today, uh, about an hour ago, maybe, and I was like, "I'm dying. I'm so tired. I'm in so much pain." Vias, you want to kind of take the lead on this one? Uh, and then I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here we are. Um, but I guess like to, to just, you know, start us off as we usually do with whatever's going on with the Vancouver Canucks, they were officially eliminated from playoff contention today. Uh, which is funny to me because of just, you know, the amount of winning that that they've done in the last little while just so that they could basically like stave off elimination for maybe one week uh <laughs> they had like two losses and they still fucking missed the playoffs <laughs> well yeah and like and and not and, like with like seven games remaining or something yeah. like, you know yeah it's it's good meanwhile the yeah. boston bruins are probably going to set, set a record for wins in a single season where are they at now? 60, to the, 60 yeah. today? Yeah. 60 with, with five games, games remaining for that. The record's what, like 64? I believe the record is 63. 63. Oh, yeah, Tampa the other the other year. Detroit was 62 before that. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if they, they do load management for the last few days of the season. So huh. Hold on to it. But I, I hope all their knees explode, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I've, I've I I hope a... they don't. I hope they run up the record and then just get immediately owned by the I don't know, the <laughs> Islanders. Yeah, that would be, be pretty fun. funny. Yeah, do the Boston sports area move of, of un, an almost undefeated season and then And then blowing it. Was it 18 and 1 is the was the uh, New York uh, New York Patriots. The New care. York Patriots. <laughs> the, New York. Right. <laughs> the the New England Patriots, which is Yes the most fake ass well york is in england so you have a point that's Suck my dick you know yeah fair enough yeah. um but yeah they they got eliminated uh i think they currently sit i want to say i think seventh or eighth from last um just ahead of the flyers it looks now at this point like their draft positions probably set like they're gonna they're going to have the uh, seventh or eighth best odds. Like, I don't think they're going to play their way out of, uh, especially because now that they're officially eliminated, like the team actually will start doing the shit that they should have been doing like weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to see more like, like shutting people like down. Now. Yeah. Oh man. I was just going to Which... say that's the, that we should also mention that. Cause that is hilarious. They traded, for, they traded for an injured player, played him for four games, and then shut him down for the rest of the season. Why wasn't why they had have, to wait until they were eliminated? 
Yeah, why has the media not been uh, they kind of uh, like making that the main question for ever since the trade happened? Like, I see. I feel what? like any other situation where we trade uh, huge assets for a guy who is injured and doesn't play the rest of the season would be would be counted as a fumble, as a bad move. Especially when you pay like top dollar. It's one thing if you get him at a discount, and maybe the team's going to spin it that they did get him at a discount. But yeah. I think okay, so so. I misunderstood what you said originally. I thought you were talking about them shutting him down. Uh, but yeah. So oh, no, no, no. For just just player, the fact that we got him. I him, think, him being shut down is kind of just like the icing on this shit cake. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. I think the reason why people didn't make a bigger deal out of them trading for an injured player is that like it's kind of preferable based on where they're at they've been at in the standings that like if they were gonna trade a pick for a big time like you know top end player that he not come in right away and help them win a bunch of games um i remember i i haven't but then seen, why like, play demko i haven't seen yeah i know but like i haven't seen many mainstream media people bring that up but i have heard others bring it up that they're they're kind of like well at least he's injured so they'll still like <laughs> he's not going to hugely affect their ability to like keep winning or oh so i i feel like maybe that's part of the reason why people didn't make a bigger deal about it but i also i, just I wish like... we had toronto media honestly yeah i know, I know people rip on it but like i i wish that we had a bit more of an aggressive always mad media I mean, I I don't want this mushy middle thing where well, they're, yeah. they're, they ha- they've barely been grilling I mean, until maybe this year. I think part of the problem is that there's just no media left. Like, yeah. they all either either uh, all the bloggers either like get hired by teams, <laughs> and then or or like you know get moved somewhere else, sort of where they're not like. They're not in a position where they can just like shred the team every day. Um, and then the media is just way smaller than it used to be. Like, I think PJ told us there's only like two guys that travel with the team now. Mm-hmm. There used to be like tons. And now in, in scrums and stuff, like, it's like, it's Wags and PJ and like, Maybe somebody from Canucks Army, and maybe somebody from the Athletic. But Do you been think kinda, that if we you know, if we were like instead of us being in Vancouver, if we were in Phoenix, that we could have gotten like media passes? The Roxy Fever would have gotten a seat. Yeah, probably. In, I mean, uh, honestly, <laughs> if I had tried hard enough, I probably could get media passes occasionally. I mean, like, they nice. did invite Mike Gould there, so. I was gonna, yeah, that was, that was media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That rules. Yeah, he was sitting in press row. I think he was talking Jesus. about how he sat between like Wishnewski and like or <laughs> Wishinski and Wish- Wishnewski. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting next to James. He was sitting between the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> between Wishinski and uh oh, what's his face? Guy like Boston dude, really short. Uh Oh fuck, Brad Blackburn. Yes, yes. Blackburn is really short. Yeah, yeah, those two. How do you guys know that Pete Blackburn is really short? 
I don't know that. To be fair, this is the like only thing I know about him. He's apparently he's insanely short. I just assumed <laughs> he has extremely short guy energy. This is this is not. I don't know Mike personally. This is not no, an no, offense to him attacking his character. But oh my god, the Phoenix Phoenix whoever's are very desperate. That's very funny. Yeah, that's are they Phoenix or Arizona? I, I it's the Arizona Coyotes. It is still Arizona. <laughs> it doesn't but, matter. Okay. Yeah, they're they've they've been in Arizona for a while, but it's just because they're literally not in Phoenix anymore. Yeah. And no one wants to be like the Glendale Coyotes. It's not even Glendale anymore. That's the worst part. It's like even dumber than that. The Tempe Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. Tempe. It kind of has a ring yeah. to it. I think I'd I think it'd be fine. Yeah, Tempe is not bad for. Uh... I don't like Tempe. I'd rather just eat real meat. Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. I was waiting for that. You're making, making enemies niche. in Tempe. Yeah. That that's not that we're we'll get in into this a little bit later in a second, but like. You know, vegetarian food not exactly uh, the NHL's demographic. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know anything else about uh, about Who's the Canucks Akito, being stupid. Akito Hi- Hirose. Oh yeah, Hirose? yeah. They're showing they his LinkedIn bio on uh, on, on the broadcast right now. In I'm case very, anyone wants to hire him. him. Yeah, <laughs> but awesome. it, but it's a very like high school like. Uh, it's a it's a very unprofessional professional photo on there, which is very funny. It is. I, I've seen <laughs> the like, picture. Yeah. Pie is not on properly. It is kind of funny when you know, like a player gets drafted, or they like sign a, a like twenty one or twenty two year old player, and they like try to like find an interesting angle. On this guy's it. just like a, it's, he's been through university, paid by his parents. Well, or a scholarship, like. you know like uh but it's just it reminds me of like there's a there's an old eddie murphy bit where he talks about like trying to do stand-up at 18 and he's like all my jokes were about taking a shit because that was the only (laughs) thing i had done at 18 (laughs) that's just what i think about when when i see them be like uh 20 22 year old akito hirose like what what's interesting about this person? And it's like nothing. He went to university and played hockey. That is the most interesting thing about him. You're not gonna, um, you know. Good. I think it's a good signing though. Like, uh, he 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 looks like he could be something. His brother. Uh, I remember wanting the Canucks to sign his brother back in the day, and like, you know, I mean, Taro. I think he's played something like twenty games or something for the. Red Wings, but like he's like a point a game AHL player, which is a totally fine outcome uh from signing a guy out of college. You know, you get like games here and there from them as a depth piece, and then they're they're like a uh you know, they're like a quad A AHL player or something, or a high end AHL player. That would be fine. But I think, you know, he maybe has a little bit more upside than that. And then they also signed uh Max Sasson too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just a center, you know. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. There seems to be like four or five college signings or just draft pick signings in the last five years or uh, two weeks. Yeah, because they... I don't know anything on any of them. Are any of them legit? Are they? Are these Aiden McDonough's contract legit. spots? Uh, Aiden McDonough is legit. Unfortunately, he's also a winger. Um, so it's just like I know JD is not super high on Max Sasson, but that's literally all I know. Sasson to me just sounds like one of those guys that's like 
when you're when you're signing a uh an nc like 22 or 23 year old ncaa forward because he's good at defense in the ncaa it's just like those guys almost never hit you know I've stopped getting excited about college free agent signings since fucking Griffin Molino got typed up the fucking ass. Yeah, I mean, that was just, that was <laughs> nuts. Like, he just... He was fast. Look at him go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was also a different, that was a different time, different people making those decisions. But the, the big one is just that they signed Aiden McDonough, which is funny because that's their own prospect. And it yeah. like looked like maybe he wouldn't sign, but it just turned out that he just actually wanted to go back for the last year of college. My guess is just like, apparently he's very smart. Now we're talking about a hockey player and we're talking about <laughs> you know hockey media saying that he's smart. So who knows like <laughs> how smart he is. We asked um, him 20 times three and he actually responded. Yeah. He was, it's, it could be that he just was seen wearing glasses once. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's worked for Kyle Dubas for several years. I was going to, about to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he, you know, he strikes me as maybe the kind of guy who, who would be like, you know, maybe a little bit more aware of like what his realistic chances are of like making it as an NHL player and maybe just being like, I should finish college. I should just go back to school for one more year. And then technically I if it. I wanted to, I could sign with whoever I want. Um, yeah. I think, I think you take one look at like whatever the NHLPA pension is and you probably make that decision pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, He's been good in college. He's he's a real like, uh, I don't know what I would call it, but like a late bloomer, I guess. Like a like a a genuine late bloomer because he did not look like uh, just one of those one of those like almost Mackenzie Stewart level picks when they picked him of just being like, why why the fuck did you pick this guy? Like worse than and 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 granted, we we've seen like the Canucks do that with uh with ushl players a lot um you know like and they kind of always tend to suddenly be better than we think they're going to be now the extent to which that's that actually matters is like i'll rattle off some of the names that that we're talking about uh adam godette uh what was the what the fuck was the guy's name um <laughs> that they just traded will lockwood tyler madden uh, yeah tyler madden jack rathbone and now Aiden McDonough, they got basically one of these guys in every draft, but like, I don't know, out of that group of players, the best of them by far is probably Adam Gaudet. And like, I don't even know if he's playing in the NHL right now. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know either. how much it matters is questionable, but Aiden McDonough, like, uh, they were, you know, there was a scrum with Tockett the other day. Tockett said he has a, already has like a better than any, than NHL quality shot, like an above average shot even for NHL players. Um, put up good numbers. Huge. I think he's like 6'8 or something. Or 6'6. Six, six. He's really tall. Um, and, uh, you know, tall, like he looks like glasses. he could be a... He's got a he, mick in his name. That's right, yeah. Looks like he could be a player, but the only problem is just like they have a million wingers like already on the team for next year. So he's sort of... It's almost like 
even if he hits, it's it's almost just more of a headache than it's worth because it's like, okay, great. Now we have to figure out like what to do, what to do with another winger. <laughs> so yeah, and then all the other guys are just like, you know, lottery tickets. Hirose might be something. Assassin's probably not. Uh, and then I think those are the three big ones. I don't think they really made other any other major signings. So there was the um, oh yeah the goalie yeah the goalie. The I thought it, goalie. Yeah. it was really funny. I was reading one of the articles about it, and uh, I think the agent was quoted as saying like um, he was planning on staying in Sweden for another year until he got a whole bunch of offers from teams, and apparently like there were teams offering him like a pathway to being a starter in a couple of years, and I was like. What? Yeah, that's wild. I mean, <laughs> he's is there good. A glut right now, is there too many or or not enough? Too many cooks. Teams can actually offer that now. I mean, no team can realistically offer a twenty-three-year-old Allsvenskan goalie a path to being a starter and be serious, yeah. like. I, I will say out of pretty much all the goalies that the Canucks have like, like all the goalie prospects that the Canucks have gone after recently, this guy might be, now he's a little bit older, but like he might be the best bet because he actually put up really good numbers. He, he put actual... up the same percentage of nine. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> this, this year, this year in the all Svenskin, his, his save percentage is like nine twenty four. Yeah, I think it was something like 944 actually, which is yeah. like pretty pretty wild. Really for... good. Like even in a even in in a in a lower league, like I heard Drance describe uh uh the All Svenskin as a top 5 league in the world, which is like it it's you know definitely in the running to be like fifth. I don't think you could say it's any higher than that. But it, but that's still like a good league. Like it, you know it's probably still been better than like Liga and Liga produces high end goalies all the time or did until recently. Anyways. Yeah. I forgot about him. What's his name again? Topolo or something. Yeah. Something like that. He's, like he's that. Belarusian. Nikita Tri- Tripoli. Something like that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll call <laughs> Tripoli. You're a, you're a goalie expert, right? Riley. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you have any uh do you have any hot takes on uh, Yaroslav Askarov? <laughs> well, I used to and then now I've just kind of fallen in love with him because I literally I look at every clip I see of him and I'm like that's fucking me. The, the, the fact that like <laughs> he's torturing the Milwaukee Admirals social media manager. That's funny. It's just me. Fair enough. I saw I did see the clip of him bench pressing the uh, you see the yeah. one of him like yeah, going up for the puck and then doing like a spinorama around the guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he yes. has swag. He's going to play in the NHL just based on the, how much swag he has. <laughs> Want him to be the best goalie of all time. That would be awesome. He might end up just being Mitch Hedberg. Um, yeah. Because uh, that's kind of the, the vibe that he gives me. Is like... <laughs> Vias, how did you describe Mitch Hedberg? Like, he wasn't Dominic Hossett, but he... 
or Mitch Hedberg. He, Johan Hedberg. Yeah, you, you said <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> I said Mitch like was, four I, times. Yeah, I was, wait, I was waiting for you to do a joke, and I couldn't. I couldn't find a Mitch Hedberg tie in there. <laughs> no, no, uh, there, but, there wasn't. Uh, yeah, I thought you were trying oh, to yeah, no, some he, sort of weird analogy. It's another example of me <laughs> like, uh, doing the doing the thing where I make the joke so many times that I forget the person. <laughs> or you're doing yeah, my like thing. I'm just not doing any anyone's first name. First name, um, also fair. Yeah. If you want me to know Astrov's first really... name, put it on their jersey. Yes. You're like Askarov is really good when you want two thousand of something. Like no, there I can't I can't come up with the good Mitch Hedberg. He's really good when you want two thousand saves in a row. Hey yo. When you want two thousand hey, messages in your Twitter inbox because people are yelling about him and I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Also it'd be funny just because Quadrelli thought he was shit. Yeah. No, this all just started because yeah, quads just like <laughs> did, did that thing where he just says something, and just probably without. And then you and like take off your like, pants and anger. Oh, and <laughs> I remember the Jackson the, gets all red. It's the goalie. It's just the goalie stuff. It's it's. I think goalies are fake. Um, I think Carolina. Riley, I think you're beautiful. You're not fake. I'm sorry, but I think the Car- <laughs> well at the NHL level, I don't know. I, I think Carolina's proved that the goalies are fake. Um, I think Toronto's proof that goalies are fake. Well, yeah. Uh, side by Every side, goalie like, that goes there has like a way better save percentage. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Don't they have uh, Francois Legault or whoever? No, that's the premier. <laughs> uh, don't they have our old goalie? Don't, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure their goalie coach is also very racist. But who is their goalie coach that we used to have? Francois Lair. That's the one. The one yeah, we we never had Clark. Francois Lair. You're thinking. Oh. Uh, you're thinking Roly Melanson. Who's Luongo's goalie coach? Oh, uh, Roly Melanson. Roly Melanson, yeah. but it was Francois Lair. At one it was also day. Ian Clark. And also Ian Clark. Yeah. <laughs> goalie coaches are also fake, by the way. Um, yeah, they're kind of carousel. Like Vancouver has had the best goalie coach in the league for twenty years, and it hasn't ever, and it's been different guys, <laughs> like three times. You know, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it's such a small sample size, though, and I know that's sort of a hack argument, but I oh, bet that true. it is one of those things where, like, yeah, there's probably like five guys who are the best goalie coaches, but you have like thirty percent of the league would. 30% of NHL caliber goalies would work with any one of them. Yeah, exactly. And 30% would be okay, and 30% would turn into a pumpkin if they were coached by him. Yeah, exactly. So it's... it's Knowing it's like, nothing about goaltending other than stop puck good. Yeah, um, I think you're right. That's though, my guess. Because it's it's like, you know, okay, so Ian Clark or whatever, just as an example, like, uh, you can see where the argument is because Jacob Markstrom coached by Ian Clark. Great. Go somewhere else. Not great. Sergei Bobrovsky. Great with Ian Clark. As soon as Ian Clark leaves, not great anymore. But at the same time, Luongo didn't like Ian Clark and wanted to bring in Roly Melanson. So like, it's kind of. And Luongo and. Eddie Lack under Roy Melanson were both really good. Really good, yeah. And Eddie so, Lack goes somewhere else and he immediately turns into a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. On some level... On he some immediately level, becomes a real estate agent, which is the same thing. <laughs> which is much, much worse. <laughs> on some level, though, like, yeah. like Ian Clark, Ian Clark, you can see it, but then there's other 
uh, go like I don't know. Let's just use Roley as an example. You know, just 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 for the hell of it. Like I I think he went to New Jersey, and I don't know what kind of like how it's been for him there, but like you know, in Vancouver, like for a long time, you could be like, oh, he's so good. Like look at Luongo, look at Schneider or whatever. But then it's like, yeah, is that him or is it that he has two like top five starting goalies that are vying for like you know that are that are a platoon 1a 1b or whatever uh like it i feel like with with goaltending coaches it's it's sort of like is it it's pretty hard to know if it's the coach or if it's just like the like egg. working with a really good goalie yeah and, yeah i i think i think I think you can definitely make that argument with Demko, considering like he's always been a top prospect. Yeah, he's been a good goalie at every level since he was like a child. Yeah, and so and that's the other thing too is that Ian Clark also plays a, a role in like what goalies they pick. So yeah. that that's like almost adding another level to it, where where it's like, you know, if he's really good at scouting goalies, then he could just be like, oh yeah, pick that guy. And then he could just be like, "Oh yeah, I've I've done a really good job coaching him, or whatever." And it's just like they he just was like, "Oh no, like that guy that guy's like I don't know I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but like that guy's like six six and he's super flexible. Like all I have to do is literally just teach him how to close the post, and he'll <laughs> be a good goalie." You know? All yeah, you have to do is teach him how to look at the puck. Th- yes, thank you. That was I was heading there. So uh, I guess we should talk about Kuzmenko probably. Um, Speaking of goalies, no fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other, yeah, the other thing that happened is the Canucks. Uh, well, I, 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 there it was like a good news, bad news situation. And the good news mm. was the Canucks. I think mostly nailed their pride night pretty hard. Actually, um, they, yeah, they nailed it real good, they, real hard. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Uh, they did. The they did enough. I got stuff. really drunk at Pride Night. That's cool. I don't know if that means anything. Okay. Yeah, I got very drunk. Yeah, uh, you I know, spent, I spent lots of money I don't have. That's good. <laughs> I'm probably uh, you know, donated to an actual, for, at least as far as I can tell, like don't. Man, it was a small donation, but donated to like an actual local queer charity instead of just you can play. Uh, had a huge like party with with like drag queens and shit uh put out like a statement um from the team of like support yada 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 like did more than i've seen a team do this year now granted that could be they they, they, they got lots of the they got lots of the players to do statements yeah. also uh, yeah, uh, while right. wearing gear and yeah, there, uh, was a, there was a oh i should i should open up uh, with like seven or eight patrick of them. johnson's Patrick Johnson got an excellent quote from uh, JT Miller. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was curious oh, if you really? wanted to comment on this. Oh, yeah, it was funny. He said, <laughs> everyone says I'm an asshole, but I, or something, right? Like, Yeah, because uh, he came out in, like, like he, he was, he wore the jersey and everything, came yeah. out in support, and was, was as vocal as any other player was. Yeah. Uh, and I think he was asked about it, and JT Miller just says to PJ, like, like yeah, I know lots of people are surprised because apparently everybody thinks I'm an asshole. Yeah, which is funny. Which makes me wonder if people saw if he saw the Blue Lives Matter joke. I, maybe yeah. I don't know. Do you think he knows what the pumpkin patch thing? Oh, I uh, yeah. 
probably yeah that that seems like the kind of things that like some, didn't, they, didn't he make a statement about it at some point or gas oh yeah i'm mind. pretty sure he did yeah i could see it yeah and then uh you know there was the quote from hughes imac actually had a pretty good article about that which was i don't know yeah good see, job imac see here's the thing with imac which i'm, I'm i'll be going on another show to discuss this tomorrow but um <laughs> imac it when when the team actually does something good and iMac is just there to like chronicle it, his articles are pretty good. And yeah. I know this because I've done my research now, but like <laughs> it was really hard for me to find any bad iMac articles from the Gillis years because he was, he was just like, yeah, this team is really good. Alex Burroughs is really good. The Sedins are really good. And it's like, well, you got me there. iMac. That's true. <laughs> it's just been like, since the team's been so embarrassingly bad, and he has to like try to find nice things to say that that it's been, you know, really, really bad or whatever. But he had a good he had a good article about Hughes, who had a, a whole thing where he just like came off the ice and like didn't know pride was happening. And then someone asked him about it. And he, he was like, Yeah, it's great. What are you talking about? Of course it's like great. Me. Oh, is that I, tomorrow? I, uh, cool. <laughs> like <laughs> I I love that uh, the reaction to him just the the most like hand wavy not hand wavy but just like oh yeah sure that's cool everybody's like this this kid is captain material <laughs> put the captain's <laughs> leading letter on him right now absolutely yeah <laughs> like the yeah. fucking standards are so low here very yes that is true and that's that is uh i, I that I is wanna... as bad as thinking somebody's smart because they wear glasses yeah <laughs> i will say too like like part of me praising the canucks a little bit here does have to do with the uh the standard you know the bar being on the floor or whatever yeah, but yeah. i will say like they did enough that i felt like kuzmenko deciding to not wear the jersey actually managed to not be like the, the story. fact that it wasn't the story is such a win like they they managed to drown it out with so much other by doing so much other stuff and that's yeah. like it, it the positive takeaway from that is that like okay there's your blueprint for like what the bare minimum should be which <laughs> is like do so much shit that if you do have a player or two that decide to be a dink about it then you're 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 kind of drowning it out basically which is kind of what, how i felt like it came across uh i was really hoping demco would sit it out <laughs> Why? Just, just because? No, I know, I know. Give, my, give, give, the take, give the take. Give the take. Well, explain the okay, brand. Okay, okay. So the the, the the lore behind this is uh, Demko's wife has posted very transphobic things on her Instagram and follows wow. a lot of very sketchy people. Candace Owens. She's a very like, like, so Candace so Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you ever notice that how they all follow Candace Owens? Do you think it's all a virtue? Do you think it's a virtue single, a single signal thing? Oh well, like, yeah, he's also hundred percent. Oh, I, I, I think that's, I think it's definitely part of it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I, it's a black woman who says this, so yeah, you can't, you can't be mad at me. Yeah. What's you know? the, what's the tweet that's like? I do not support all women. 
Yeah, yeah. Some of you are very dumb. Yeah, Mallory's favorite tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. That's that's what I always think words to live by. Honestly, like Candace Owens. And and you know there we hockey has our, our own version of the, versions of that. And hilariously, the most obvious one that I could think of, because because in hockey, uh, b- this is the equivalent of being black. Uh, but Slava Malamud, <laughs> <laughs> Russians are the are that's the, he's the token Ukrainian. Yeah, the most Russians uh, are orcs. Yeah, uh, that's like as uh, you know as that that's like um, that's like being from from Liberia to uh to to hockey is is being russian um yeah and and say and being russian and never saying anything nice about any russian player or anything about russia or (laughs) and i guess that that is another that's like another sort of relevant thing here is that uh that has has increasingly been sort of like the excuse that teams or players are using which well yeah media kind of ran with that for yeah. like months before the nhl started using it i think that yeah. part of it was just they're like man they keep talking about this i guess this is a pretty good excuse it's way better than just being like oh yeah this guy's like religious can you respect that go away now please thank you yeah yeah, it's uh, it's bad journalism. I mean, they it they is. weren't reporting on it. Like only one journalist, as far as far as we know, Patrick Johnson, friend of the yeah. show, actually oh, and, did the journalism Wagner. of researching whether that claim was true and going further into that claim and trying to find out if if it was legit that anybody had been under threat to the point that NHLPA president um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, what's his name? You know, Boston guy, <laughs> uh, Marty Marty Walsh, Marty, Marty Walsh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Marty. yeah. Friend of Mac- He's Yomi. from Boston, right? He's he was Boston, the mayor yeah. of Boston. Uh, so Mark Wahlberg. He literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had like ended up coming out and saying like there actually is no threat to the players coming out. Yeah, yeah. He still he still said uh, uh, free speech about it, but um, <laughs> look, yeah. He, the, it, he's the head of the PA. Like it, it, I'm not. I disagree, obviously, but I also like. I I I have a little bit of time for the idea that that's a statement kind of made a little bit under duress. Like there's a you're you represent the P, the the players and there's probably a lot of players that are like yeah, you know, pulling this so like it it puts you in a harder position to just be like, well, you know, 40% of our players should just shut the fuck up or whatever. <laughs> Which would be amazing if he did that, but like it's not it doesn't really work that way. And that that's like the the extent to which like I have any uh sympathy for anybody with regards to this is just like I guess it it maybe feels slightly hypocritical of me to to be totally dismissive given like how stupidly I think Alex Ovechkin has been handled uh over the past uh you know um several years really it feels like at this point but like at the same time it is the the reality is that like based on what we what we know about the enforcement of the law like it has not been applied to russians outside of russia so 
And no, and no Russian came out saying that that law was the reason. They just said no. personal decision. They, they, yeah. they, the. I feel like Kuzmenko was kind of the closest to doing that by saying yeah, it was Kuzmenko a was absolutely decision. the closest. Um, which by well, the way, okay, hold up, hold up, yeah, R- Riley, you want to pull your gun out and uh, <laughs> give a give us uh, like dis- disagree with Oscar Jackson or anything here? Um. um I thought Kuzmenko was interesting because he said it was basically like a family decision, which yeah. can mean a whole bunch of different things. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be anything about the law. It yeah, might just be true. that um, someone someone posted a picture of like Kuzmenko with his, with his parents his and someone said his dad looks like he called you a slur or something like that. No, someone <laughs> someone was like someone it was it was a friend of ours who will remain nameless, although I feel like there are people who could probably guess. Uh who, who was Just like maybe. hey, I wonder well, I'm gonna why... search up Kuzmenko's slur right now. Hey, I wonder why Kuzmenko uh said this was a family decision and then posted a picture of him with his mom and dad, and then was like, I wonder if it's that his dad looks like his job until five minutes ago was to murder gay people. <laughs> it's really fortunate that Kuzmenko's dad is the old man from Eastern Promises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, the Kuzmenko thing is funny to me just because, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a milkshake duck incident coming from from so yeah. far away like yeah yeah uh, like a month ahead of time oh even yeah. longer i i feel like like somebody as, as soon as james or, or the guy before james reimer whoever in uh oh, provorov as soon as that yeah. happened i think i yeah. think the writing was on the wall or, or not the writing was on the wall necessarily but we all kind of held off a little bit on we wanted to we wanted to wait and see what happened i blame dan milstein uh <laughs> Did you guys notice too that uh that every other Russian player slash Milstein client was just like not eligible to play for the game? Like what? Kratsov was or I shouldn't say eligible, but like Kratsov was scratched. Uh and Pitkolzin, did he not play? He was scratched and Mikheyev is hurt. I'm glad you clarified that because I I thought I saw something somewhere about like how those two were wearing it or something but no they just didn't play in the game and i'm pretty that's, sure I'm, yeah it's interesting I'm pretty sure this is the case like but colson hasn't been around really much mikhaev's hurt and kratsov is like a healthy scratch most of the time anyways because yeah you know i don't for some reason they decided they like it doesn't really matter but for some reason they decided they needed to trade a pick to like be the team to officially figure out that he's not an NHL player. Um, also, Pinkolson did wear the jersey last year. Okay, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's where some of that was coming from. Malkin wore the jersey this year. I think, uh, yeah, Malkin's always yeah. worn it. Yeah, just to circle back around to Kuzmenko, uh, Kuzmenko ex- explicitly. I think it was that his his statement was the only one where you could. That allowed for the interpretation to be we're afraid of that law. Yeah. Everyone that's... else, all the other Russian players either didn't say anything or explicitly stated religious reasons. Yeah. He was like, I think it's a part a of that though. And you have to respect it because I respect yeah. everyone else, which is, I <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry. Like, uh, that Riley's the one who's supposed to be getting mad about this, but I hate that one so much where, yeah. where it's like, well, I respect everyone. So you should respect me. And it's like, you don't respect everyone. You wouldn't wear a jersey for five minutes. Not just shut that. The, shut the fuck up. 
Let, let, let Riley talk. Yeah. I I really dislike the people who respond to players not wearing jerseys as like you don't have to like accept that they exist. You just have to show them human respect and put on the jersey. And it's like yeah, I don't know if that's what we're going for here. Yeah. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because that that is kind of like part of the messaging around this that I've because so for the most part I do think uh Brian Burke is pretty good at talking about this stuff and handling mm-hmm. this stuff and like you know he gets all the letters in the acronym right and uh <laughs> and, just, and and without you know without flinching like Oh, seven to him getting caught uh, on it, you know, so that's good. Um, but like for, for the, for the most part, he, he it kind of, you know, he, he's a good person to speak on it because first of all, he's just the most gruff, manly old man, like maybe public facing in the NHL yeah. right now. Um, and he's pretty like, he's pretty just straightforward about it where he's like, you know, uh, like, we want people to feel accepted and, and yada, yada, yada. But like one, one thing that kind of, I, I, I sort of read it. I I read it maybe more generously than I should, but that, that does kind of seem a little bit weird sometimes is when he'll say like, you know, like we're not asking you to sign up for a newsletter or like, you know, join a political (laughs) party or whatever, which is the thing that he's said before. And on the one hand, I get it because it's like, that's, true like yeah it it it, it, i i understand what he means where where i think what he's basically trying to say is it's like this doesn't mean you're gonna get excommunicated from your church or whatever (laughs) like it's just you're literally just saying like you're welcome here you're the ways you say the f slur will still hang out with you yeah but that's see that's the part where that's the part about it that i don't like or that like just doesn't doesn't hit right is that sometimes it does kind of feel like they're stopping several degrees short of what the messaging actually should be which is not like you know oh it's it's not a political thing and and you know this doesn't uh you know you're you're not signing up for any uh you know political statement by by wearing this or whatever and it's like, well, you should be. You should be yeah. at the bare minimum signing up for the, you know, for the political idea that like gay and trans people exist <laughs> and that they deserve the same human rights that everyone else has. And probably shouldn't be legislated out of existence. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and I, don't I, think, I think one other thing about Brian Burke saying this and yeah. the reason why I feel like it doesn't. Uh, like, yeah, Ron, people like Ron McClain will give him a platform, but I feel like a lot. Uh, the people that Brian Burke would have the impact on for being that graph guy. And like, I think it's good that somebody like him is saying it, but I think yes. a lot of people see yeah. Brian Burke say that and are like, well, of course he's going to say that because his son was gay. Yeah. And that, gay. yeah. So, so they're going to be like, wow, well, he wouldn't say that if he didn't have that stake. So they, it's a, it's a way I, I, I have the, the feeling that a lot of people ignore him when he, advocates uh, because they're just like well his son was gay so exactly exactly yeah Yeah. if if he didn't have stakes then it would i think it would matter a lot more and honestly there's not really anybody in the league who goes to bat as much as he does who doesn't have stakes and it'd be better if there was yeah 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 it's true for sure like i i don't think that he you know i think that's that like 
I disagree with that reading for the record. Like I, I don't think it's just as simple as like, uh, and I'm not saying you do uh, either, but I, I certainly agree that like a lot of people do probably think that. Uh, but I don't think it's just as simple as like, you know, oh, well, he had a gay son. So that's the only reason he cares about this shit. Like, Brandberg does strike me as a person who, like, at least semi gives a shit about things other than just like, and, who won the fucking game or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably a little bit of, like, it probably is a little bit of that. Like, he probably wouldn't be as vocal about it. Like, he'd still probably believe it, but he probably wouldn't be as vocal about it. Probably mm-hmm. not. No, just. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. But that's, I mean, I think that's standards. just human nature, and to pretend that you have to have no stake to be this completely dispassionate outside observer is well, I completely think, fucking stupid. Yeah. I think you could go the other way just as easily. I think, I think people who want to be dismissive will find a way to be dismissive because I think I've I've heard a gazillion times like, why are you, um, you know, correcting this slur or whatever? Um, you don't have any stake in this. Like, what's your deal? Why are you like protecting some? person like how do you even know that it's offensive um yeah there will always be like excuses to ignore someone um i do wish that it was like i i do wish that there was a little more god i hate to be like the person who's like uh we need more representation media but like i wish there was like i wish there was a voice other than like brian burke that had the guts to say, hey, like, deal with it, man. Like, yeah. No, no. So, something that should be easy for anybody else to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 true. Like, there, there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of people that are really willing to kind of, you know who? And once again, I mean, he did have to be asked about it. So, you know, there's, there's, still room for growth there but i think the person out of everyone uh that i saw respond to this the best was probably ethan bear uh yeah where he mm-hmm. his quote was give really him the funny. c Fuck's uh, sake. uh where i can't remember what it uh what it was exactly but he was basically like he was he he was very matter of fact about like supporting it or whatever and then he said basically like yeah i don't understand uh people that that get riled up about this or whatever like i just don't think it think that way <laughs> or whatever <And> that, <laughs> was, that was very funny <laughs> just being like you know like r.i.p you but i'm different you know? like, <laughs> like just just basically like yeah like uh i'm not a fucking weirdo who uh yeah who gets riled up about thinking that that they're putting uh <laughs> uh cat litter boxes and uh in classrooms or whatever the fuck for all the furry children. Real quick point on Ethan Bear. Uh, I went with uh, a bunch of friends and one of them is Cree. And uh, they had mentioned, they told me the reason for Ethan Bear's number 74. Have either of you heard about why he chose 74? Nope, I didn't know anything about that. Uh, uh, 1874 was when uh, the Cree and Salto and some other First Nations uh, signed Treaty 4. That with the crown. Ah, that's amazing. That's pretty sick. Wow. I had no idea. When they just mentioned it, I was like, holy shit, I don't think I've heard that. I'm that sure is... maybe like when he played in Edmonton, somebody's written an article about that, but I will I uh, really cool. I'll go take a look at that. I'll see what I can find. Uh, because that's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Kind that's of sick. interesting, uh interesting uh parallel with uh Gino there. 
Yeah, yeah. I was gonna think this yeah, parallel yeah. to Gino and this parallel to uh Yager too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Um so uh, just sort of right before we started, Riley sent me an article about um some of the kind of shady stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. This is an article from a couple Speaking years ago. Speaking of Ryan Burke. Uh, about uh, with regards to you can play and and it is worth noting that uh the burks haven't been involved with you can play in in several years now i didn't know that uh Hmm. i i was doing some some reading about this recently uh because uh and this was making the rounds on on twitter the other day but i've i've mentioned it on the show before like when you can play initially launched over 10 years ago now um the canucks were really vocal about supporting it there was a whole article that came out with uh ryan kessler was in one of the launch videos for it he was one of the uh the first people to do the the whole uh ad where they say if you can play you can play or whatever which was their. this is very interesting to me because i think i remember a couple years ago him um getting in big hot shit on twitter about i think it was I think it was retweeting something related to Candace Owens being extremely transphobic. So definitely possible. Um, and I wouldn't, I, I thought that the thing that people were getting mad about Ryan Kessler about was just that he was voting for Trump or that he liked Trump, which is like, yeah, that sucks. But also, how are you surprised? Just most players. Like, it's just one yeah. of those things where it's... It's a rich guy it, yeah. voting for his interests. It's yeah, a rich guy from Ohio. What did you expect was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, and it's one of those things a where... A fake high school degree. Yeah, know. it's it's like, you know, it, 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 the, you know, I think, obviously, I think voting for Donald Trump is very bad, but it's like people vote voted for Donald Trump for a wide variety of reasons, and they weren't all necessarily like, well, top of my list is that I hate gay people or whatever, you know, or trans people or whatever. I, I heard but, a very funny bit uh, today that uh, Donald Trump is Louis Farrakhan for white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was funnier about that. That tweet, or you calling him Louis Farrakhan? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it Louis? It's Louis. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It is Louis. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard anyone call him Louis before. It's very funny. Well, I don't talk about him a lot, That's so like I guess friend. <laughs> Louis Farrakhan. The, the Canucks have signed Louis Farrakhan to six-year deal <laughs> worth thirty-six million. Um, no, but the 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 Kessler thing, like that, was what I remember people getting mad about. But obviously, as is always the case, like retweeting transphobic shit or liking transphobic shit totally uh tracks totally a thing i would believe just not a thing that i saw uh for myself with my own eyes and we know we know like garland and miller also are once again i know that they like trump and i know that they're right wing i don't know if i've seen them specifically like how much that matters i i guess is i don't know i don't like to i just don't like to do the thing where it's like oh well if they like trump then they definitely think this or think that or that's sometimes describing i think more critical thought to nhl players than they actually have um but i'm getting away from what i really wanted to talk about which is that um brian kessler did the video uh they interviewed henrik and daniel about it who have always been pretty unequivocal if not like 
maybe uh, the most eloquent when speaking about it that like they would support a gay teammate and uh, that they like are 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 down with LGBTQ plus people, yada yada yada. They always you know wore the jerseys, spoke uh, highly about all the all the stuff, kind of doing the the NHL player, uh, the typical like good leader, good company man, like NHL player thing, but just for you know, LGBTQ plus, uh, like rights initiatives or whatever, or acceptance initiatives. And then, uh, there was also, you know, a lot of Canucks that have marched in, uh, the pride parade as well. Manny Malhotra, Jason Garrison, Troy Stetcher, uh, Troy Stetcher, <laughs> uh, Jake for <Vertanen. laughs> So, you know, oh there's not, not always, uh, not everyone that's done it is necessarily the, the most awesome person or whatever, but like, the Canucks do do have a pretty long um, history, I think, of supporting this stuff, partly because they're in Vancouver and partly because of the the connection with Brian Burke. Um, and I, I do think, you know, 11 years ago or whatever, things were very different in a lot of different ways. But I think the initial uh, idea of you can play and the initial push that they made uh was useful if nothing else uh by kind of doing the brian burke thing of like here's a bunch of like you know uh gruff masculine hockey players that you might not expect to to like uh come out in support of gay uh rights or whatever but like here they are doing it or whatever uh but i i i'm under the impression that uh it it hasn't really evolved since then and that it's maybe even uh, degraded. And I was wondering, Riley, if you could maybe like shine a light on that a little bit. Sorry, I was very distracted. (laughs) 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 My boyfriend's ordering dinner. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm torn two ways. No, no worries. It's fine. (laughs) I did go on for a very long time because I wanted to set Noodles. the stage. Noodles. Uh, uh, well, but uh, yeah. Uh, Gay people love noodles. Fair. I, I <laughs> ate noodles for dinner. <laughs> no, I mean, that is the funniest like, fucking thing to follow that. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Riley, <laughs> can, you, can you talk about why you wanted to uh, bring up... Like, you were the one who, uh, who brought up uh, You Can Play With Us uh, before we recorded... Um, could you yeah. talk about what uh, what you've come to learn about them and why you think they might not be the, the best charity or the best organization that uh, should be taking the lead on on this issue here? So my issue with You Can Play, and there's the, um, the article that you were reading kind of went to like a lot more intense shit. But um, the crux of my issue is, is it's always been very centered around making making being a gay ally accessible to hockey fans like that's basically the goal of you can play and i'm not sure basing your pride nights around something like that is is really supporting gay people at all Mm -hmm. and I think the appeal of you can play to the NHL is they're basically a free PR firm that they can funnel money into and then basically get back in the form of PR. Um, and they've 
being kind of wishy-washy on it over the years because it's a very bad it's it's not it's not a good organization um it's not great pr sometimes because it's gone to, into some controversies but um i don't know my, my main my main issue with it is basically just why does it have to be hockey is for everyone mm-hmm. like correct me if i'm wrong but the only the work that i've that i think most people hear that you can play does it just comes down to asking players would you be okay with having a gay teammate <laughs> yeah and they yeah. and they just go and yes they're being like everyone can play hockey I want my team to win, (laughs) and if you're going to give us the best chance of winning, which is not the message. (laughs) Yeah. That that seems to be it. Yeah, the the ends justifying the means has worked out very well for the NHL in the past. Yeah, that ends up just being good PR for them, being like, see, none of our players are, like, outright homophobic, so therefore, uh, everything's fine. Well, and that that kind of goes back to to what I was saying a second ago, ago, which is, like, I think that, that that maybe was a thing that moved the needle 10, 12 years ago. But now it just feels very like, well, <laughs> yeah, like now, yeah, the, now the, when there's a way bigger aperture of campaign to kill gay and trans people, yeah, uh, and and, it's and like, also okay, well, not to mention bigger and more like, public, yeah. you better be okay with having a gay teammate because there might there's like you know a very good chance that there's gonna be a gay athlete in the NHL in a couple years, like or there is, yeah, yeah. or that well, yeah, that there is already is almost. You know, it's almost like I don't know. There's a million hack jokes I could make. I'll just put it that way. But like, but like, uh, Luke Luke Prokop uh, is a real like NHL prospect who could be on the National Predators like in a couple years, and yeah. then he could get traded to another team. And it's like you, you better or you be... could get traded to the Predators. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you, you better be okay with their be like it. It's it's like. It, it shouldn't even be an option to not be okay with it. Like it, it's, it, it's like saying, you know, like, Oh, well, I, Nazem Kadri's Muslim. So like, I wouldn't want to be his team. Like, it's just, you're not good. You know, as much as, as uh reactionary as the NHL can be, it's like, it's going to cause a huge problem if you won't go to a team or won't like have a relationship with a teammate because of like, some identity based thing or whatever. Um, and then, you know, on top of that too, it's, it's just like, it's a little bit sort of beside the point. Like it, it's, it, it almost ends up implying that it's like, look, if you're good enough in ho- at hockey, we'll overlook anything, which is like, yeah, yeah we already know that we we've seen. Yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> we've seen that go bad things. We can only assume it's the case of neutral things. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it can it can come across as very like, okay, this was this probably was nice to hear, you know, a long time ago, like when yeah, when Burke founded it exactly, but but it it hasn't really evolved since then, and and if anything, like, you know, we mentioned this on on the last episode, but it it seems like now that um that trans people are a more kind of I don't know if visible is the right word, but like a more a more uh, talked about, dissected under the microscope uh, segment of the LGBT community, people are getting a lot more squeamish about uh, unequivocally 
saying what should be like the bare minimum, which is that, you know, not that if you can play, you can play or hockey is for everyone, which are essentially just PR statements. But like we unequivocally support uh, trans people as an example. Um, and we're and are against hate and want to stamp out hate, which I feel like I actually heard maybe not about trans people specifically, but just like the idea of being against hate. I feel like I heard more around you could play five years ago than I do now, which is very yeah, disheartening. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a part of that is, and I've, I've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but um, I feel like a part of it is NHL players are like basically the demographic that's targeted with a lot of the media that engages in culture war right now. And culture war is centered around trans people like that's the battleground right now if, if you if you make your personality around hating things you hate trans people right now mm -hmm. so yeah. um i think you know how many fucking joe rogan experience listeners do you think there are in the nhl you know literally um, all of them exactly like like, like it, it, among nhl players yeah, all yeah. of them listen to Joe. Like, yeah, all yeah. of them. Either... Everyone that knows what a podcast is. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say there. There's two types of NHLers: the ones that listen to Joe Rogan and the ones that still have a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Those are the two, those are the yeah. two types. Like, yeah, and so like, I don't know. I, I and that's part of one of the frustrations I have with you can play is it's being like it's just being stagnant the message and the demand has been stagnant for so long and i don't feel like the nhl's put literally any effort into making a better place for gay people despite how many times batman will tell you that they're they've done the work um yeah. it was funny seeing how his, his statement changed from when provorov sat out and it was like oh there's a few guys in the league who will be but look at all like the 700 players who are great. And then it's like team after team dropping. Up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, and you know, on some level, like if there was a bit more teeth to it, a bit more bite, maybe a bit more willingness to criticize, even just criticize the players that sit out that the, the whole like, Hey, look, it's just a few of them. And the vast majority of them uh, support it or whatever might have might feel like it has some sort of bearing on the conversation but like at, at this stage when we see yeah teams continuing to drop out or players continuing to drop out or i would argue like worst of all teams basically using their pride nights maybe not using their pride nights is the right way to put it but like allowing their pride nights to become a an opportunity for a public debate on the humanity or existence of gay and trans people as opposed to like a night for celebrating them and welcoming them in and like trying to grow the game you've uh, taken the initiative of the nba where like they're leaving space for their athletes to be activists except activism about hating trans or hating queer people basically yeah, yeah. um I, I don't i don't remember if this ever happened but i i'm imagining the situation but i feel like the the league and the pa would have struck down on somebody like pk suban celebrating too much on the ice more than they have 
Well, you know uh, what I you know? find kind of interesting is there hasn't really been a lot of the angle of like this guy is making a distraction to the team because I feel yeah. like that's the one that is, thing yeah. that really stops that's a really good point. players from making this kind of statement before Provorov was I'm, I'm, I, it's kind of a guess, but like I feel like it's a pretty solid theory that players didn't want to be the guy who st- stuck his neck out and was like, yeah, I do hate the gays, actually. I don't want to wear this jersey because it would mm-hmm. be making a big stink. The inability and... of them to do that, Great sorry point. to interrupt you, I just don't want to forget before I say yeah. this. The inability of them, uh, or their inability to do that, rather, uh, is one of the things that I think has been the biggest failure on just the league as a whole. Like, you can you can point to different individuals or whatever, but, like, it's been maybe their biggest failure that no yeah. one has come out and said, you are a sh- you are being a shitty teammate. You are making yeah. this about you. Yeah. You're being a distraction. And like, and basically like, like uh, the, the correct response to Ivan Provorov or James Rammer doing this is to get treated like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in full metal jacket. just be like you know like uh we all we all held him down in his bunk bed and like hit him with bars of soap and (laughs) and like you know publicly embarrassed him or whatever um they need to uh give him a code red from a few good men yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um so sorry to interrupt you riley i'm i'm i am not the more succinct way putting this right now I think the most succinct way of putting this was that this was the one opportunity for hockey's like cult nature to really be used for good and everyone dropped the ball. And they blew it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I found really weird about how everyone was like, oh, why aren't they punishing the players? It's like, no, I'm pretty sure that just emboldened them. I feel like you just got to shame them because that's how it's worked in pretty much every other Mm -hmm. sense. And it's, it was weird how like, no one was willing to take that angle when it seems like it's the first thing that comes out of people's mouths any time an athlete steps out of line. Um, Even a journalist could have could have done that, it but it, it seemed like feels all a little bit like to... a choice, honestly, more than a failure. Um, and oh, that is. might be yeah, a bit cynical, sure. a bit, but um, I think on the NHL front, definitely, like I, I, I didn't feel like they should have given like suspension punishments or anything to players like i feel like that would have just made the situation even crazier sure but i'm surprised they didn't lean into that i'm surprised they didn't have you know mandatory like team meetings or something like that to discuss this or like you know putting any sort of team pressure or even just creating circumstances where there are there are maybe what i would call like natural consequences so Mm. like for example one way to use this uh this whole like being a good company man uh not making it about you not rocking the boat kind of uh hockey culture thing one way to that they could have used that to their advantage is just by saying like okay starting this year we play the games in the pride jerseys yeah, and so it's like okay, now if you want to sit out, now you anyway. are being a shitty teammate, right? Now you're yeah. like, I won't play in the game. I'm the fact gonna... that yeah. a professional athlete is willing to sit out warm up, honestly, mm-hmm. should be enough to scratch them. 
It should be. Yeah, absolutely. If that's a player a... missed warm-up in any other circumstance, they would be scratched. Exactly. And that's um, another yeah. that's another Ian Fixit from make. Columbus missed a team meeting today and he got sent down to Kalamazoo whatever the fuck yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, he got demoted. It's like so that's different somehow. Yeah, uh, Patrick could... Kane for all of his faults wore a tracksuit to a meeting. Yeah, and Evander, got, like, Evander traded. Kane, but yeah. 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 No, it's true. I, and I was actually, that was, that was the next guy I was going to point to, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, you know, to, to sort of circle back to the Brian Burke and like the initial kind of, you can play like it's, it's maybe initial utility or whatever. Like part of the, part of what sucks about this is that there are way like, you know, the entirety of what you do can't just be basically around trying to make like, make being gay like work for hockey basically <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. make gay acceptance like a uh a, a thing that'll make hockey better somehow rather than like the other way around or whatever i don't know but uh it, it's it's just like okay in the instances where this might be useful or helpful you guys are dropping the ball and in the instances where it kind of almost makes it worse or like deadens the impact then you'll do the the hockey guy thing or whatever. Yeah. And um this actually this brings me to something that I I wanted to ask you that I've been I've been kind of talking about this a little bit since this has come up on on Twitter and stuff like so we've had instances where teams essentially like give the floor to their player that's sitting out to <laughs> to release a statement or whatever which is which is really horrendous. That we've also seen a kind of lesser form of that where uh the teams just sort of allow it to become a story or or just sort of you know express you know i would say like too much support for their players like you don't have to sh you don't necessarily have to shame them or come out and be but you you also don't have to say you agree with it and think it's good, which is basically what every team has done. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the thing that I keep coming back to that, I feel really depressed that I, that I do keep coming back to and that I even have to ask this question is like, ultimately when you do this, the message that I, I get from it is that what we really want is we want gay people's money. And we want <laughs> them to buy the jerseys and come to the games. Buy the $700 Pride yeah, jersey. But that's really it. Oh, like, my God. You're, you're good enough to, 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 for us to take your money, but not for us to really, like, you know, do anything other than, you know, acknowledge reluctantly that you exist. We won't even really come out and say that we think it's bad that so many people, like hate you or do violence to you or or whatever and and when that is the message that's being sent you know people are free to take a different message from it but the thing that it makes me wonder is like how preferable if at all is this to just not doing anything because if you if you can't even get the most basic element of it right if you're if you're failing so badly that 
the the message that people are receiving is like oh you just want our money but you, you you'd spit in our face otherwise basically like is that better than just like kind of not doing it you know or how much better is it i think that's a question that many people have different answers for but yeah. my personally I kind of I kind of like it being the way it is because I feel like it's kind of a bit of an unintentional measuring stick for how much yeah. the NHL's actually made progress on um and the clear answer is no nothing basically mm -hmm. yeah not yeah. Much. um you'd rather know yeah yeah I, I I feel like being like oh just stop it because obviously you guys can't be mature adults about it is kind of just like I, I don't want to see I don't want to see this homophobia anymore get out get it out of here yeah um and I think that deprives people of having you know good nights because I I, I think it kind of flies under the radar that people still really enjoy these yeah. nights even though the teams don't give a shit mm -hmm. um I think there's a place for them I just I, f I don't know what the solution is exactly because I know any solution that's given has to be run through, you know, owners that are probably homophobic and teams that don't want to get too political, I guess, <laughs> as in, you know, left of center. Yeah. Um, so I, d I don't know. I would definitely want the nights to continue in yeah. fact if the if the same thing happened next season like i don't know honestly i, I it would suck but like i kind of rather this than there being nothing yeah and i think that's that's reasonable um and and i think i probably agree because it it's like it would it feels like such a step back to to just be like well i guess we just won't have them anymore that feels like a, a a bigger bummer than this, but I also it would be really funny if they canceled the nights because their players couldn't stop be ho being homophobic. Yeah, while Gary Bettman constantly says, "This is fine. Where players are great, our league is great. It's just Please a few of them. Yeah. Keep giving us money." Yeah, <laughs> and 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 it's it's the 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 reason I ask the question is almost more just to ask it than even to yeah. really answer it because. I think you're right. Like, I think a lot of people have different, have a different opinion on it. And one, one thing that I think I can be guilty of sometimes, a lot of people can be guilty of sometimes is that sometimes I, I feel like just by covering hockey for, for such a long time, I almost feel trained to feel like I've been trained to uh, protect the team or like think about it from the team's interests or point of view and almost like, uh downplay the 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 actual social social or or political importance of it yeah kind of like how you said like it's like it's it's like okay as a hockey fan it's depressing it's disappointing and it's like ugh i hate this like i want to just enjoy this just tell your players to shut up and put on the jersey <laughs> yeah. so i can just in, so i can just have my treats so yeah. i can just have fun with my toys but then in reality, it's like uh, from from an actual standpoint of trying to 
change things to make things better maybe it is better for it to all just be out in the open as depressing as it is although i will say i i would like my treats um that would be (laughs) nice still (laughs) honestly a lot of people are super freaking angry at Cosmeco, and honestly, I don't feel strongly about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm right here. I still have, <laughs> I still have my my sweet boy with the with the ador- adorable dimples who like says like, look at that pass," you know. Yeah. I don't know. The the yeah my, the most generous I'll be is that like, well, he didn't understand Dune, which I mean is a confusing <laughs> movie, but like. And, and if we remember how that, if we remember how Quinn Quinn was just like I had no idea this was happening but sure why yeah. not like <laughs> and he's he's new here he he may have like uh, I I don't have time for it but like maybe his excuse was was just like a last minute like oh shit I didn't do my homework on this uh I don't know what I'm supposed yeah. to say yeah yeah that's probably <laughs> um, the most generous you could be yeah it's it feels uh, like a but, failure of the team bit. Of it course, is. yeah. The fact that the players don't know about this, and also, I mean, no one I, knew about it, and yeah. so, and that, and that there was clearly like on some level a, a a moment where a lot of people went, "Wait, I cannot do this." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like just that 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 light bulb moment for for a lot of the more like uh, homophobia inclined players to, <laughs> to sort of be like, Oh, he I wore the Diwali jersey. Yeah. Sexually charged. That... Yeah. I, feel, I feel like to, to some like for like some, some Russian guy who never left Russia before comes here. The fact that he put on the Diwali jersey, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like but... that, that would be just very confusing to him. Anybody <laughs> else, like... yeah. yeah. But that one sort of feels like, you know, if you're like you are the sheltered guy from Siberia, you're just like his yellow jersey. I don't care. Because um, <laughs> like he has no idea. But I am actually surprised at seeing it. I mean, obviously I'm not because I'm not. I, I, like I know what's going on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's really funny that no one's ever tried to use religion as an excuse to get out of the Diwali stuff. Yeah. Because that's. <laughs> probably more legitimately that is an actual heretical to a christian than the yeah. gay stuff yeah it kind of almost makes more sense the funniest one would still be if someone refused to wear the saint patrick's day jersey i really <laughs> want someone to do that and i think like, to prove some a point staunch, about the pride jersey some staunch if Nolan, loyalist if, who's like who's like irish people don't exist yeah if yeah, Nolan, Nolan being like this my culture is not a costume Oh, yeah. that would be even better. Yeah, <laughs> either of those would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 two, and they're on the same team, and they come together over it. Yeah. Someone should throw a St. Patrick Day Patrick Day like promotional jersey onto the ice. That would be. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Yeah. Maybe set it on fire just just as a tribute. Yeah, that would be good. I would enjoy that. I think I think the reason behind the. The, like the reason why they they'll wear the the Diwali jersey is just basically because it's all ignorance is almost on their side with that one where it's yeah. just like yeah it's just a holiday that like brown people celebrate or whatever and they're like okay yeah isn't this just brown cool. Kwanzaa yeah God. like that's kind of their attitude <laughs> around it you know a little older than that but yeah you know like, like yeah but like, I mean like they don't know that you know it's <laughs> it's like it feels like you can sort of 
uh, more like it's easier to claim like you know why well, I, I don't endorse them and their lifestyle but like i can <laughs> i do acknowledge that this is a holiday that they celebrate so the one actually that surprises me more uh is is uh lunar new year especially in the last couple years um, yeah that but is... I, I wonder if maybe this will open the floodgates and they'll start uh... the, the one the the only thing that ever gives me pause about any of this is like it would it would be really interesting if somebody and it would probably never happen but maybe it would now and this would be something good coming from it is like if somebody actually was like oh you're doing like a police appreciation night like i'm not gonna take part in that or like yeah. i'm not gonna wear yeah. the army jersey or whatever and if that happened that would be really interesting and really like I know it would get way it would make way more people mad and I would be happy about that. Uh, kind of circling back around to what Riley said a moment uh, a minute ago like that would sort of be an instance of like oh okay it's like out in the open now and and we get to watch people get really mad so, about it. And that might be yeah. useful or interesting. I have an idea for a very well I don't think we're funny enough to do this but <laughs> a good Patreon episode idea would be to go through all the like silly theme nights and come up with players not do it. come up with players <laughs> like the player statements for not doing it that is actually a genius idea we that's we a... got like we got kevin bx a night oh and nolan's like sits out like the remembrance day thing because it's like it, yeah the it's canadians the... fought under the, the british, british. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Star Wars night. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, my family, uh, I was raised with certain values that we are a Star Trek family. Yeah, we exactly. Will not this <laughs> this. Uh, these are my personal <laughs> beliefs. Uh, I respect everyone. Okay. If someone can send me the like list of theme nights, <laughs> I'll, we'll do this. That's uh, I my, already found it. Hell yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's do that. Like, uh, we can do it on a regular. We'll we'll do it when there's no uh, uh, stories or whatever. We can even do that on the next episode, probably. Sure. Uh, we kill some time. Well, there we go. There's That's 90s night. We had a 90s night. The hell. I don't acknowledge the existence of the 90s. The 90s. Yeah. Somebody who's just really mad about that one Simpsons episode. I will unironically boycott <laughs> Country Night. So. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Uh, uh, Riley, which uh, which theme night would you not participate in, and what under which grounds? Um, you could also just make <laughs> one up if you want. Well, I'm pretty sure the the police appreciate like whenever they, yeah. I, I think I would sit out every single pregame because they always have the RCMP at fucking Canucks games. That is true. Yeah. I feel like they they don't front load the like celebrating them or whatever, but like, yeah, they just constantly have them. I feel like their yeah, band yeah. or whatever the fuck like does stuff a lot, like like a, yeah. like a military band or like an RCMP yeah. band or or like a choir that's affiliated with them. Yeah, that yeah. is that is so fash. By the way, when when like the cops have a choir, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like this is so this is it. Yeah, it's that unique like fascist thing of being like simultaneously like very queeny but very evil 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would sit out fan appreciation night because I detest most of the fans. Yeah, I'm against <laughs> appreciating the fans. The fans deserve nothing. <laughs> uh, World Cup kickoff night? I missed that one. November 21st. Also, I just want to say that how, why would you have country night be against Chicago and not against Nashville? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, Although to be fair, that'd be a really funny thing if you're Nashville and you're just like, I am so tired of every other team's theme night being country night when we come. I I will say if <laughs> if I was an NHL player, uh, I would refuse to wear uh, the jersey of the Vancouver Canucks because they're <laughs> against my values. <laughs> um, I and, yeah, uh, Connor Bedard is accidentally going to be protesting. I don't endorse. I don't endorse their them or their lifestyle. Or what they are trying to do to this country, um, yeah. Uh, any other any other thoughts before we uh, sign off, Riley, or anyone else for that matter? This was yeah, Riley. Where where were you when you wanted to uh, wanted to come on to a show and rant? What were you? Uh, what was yeah. at the top of mind? Uh, yeah, my question. boyfriend probably. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That was what you you wanted to, you wanted to, it was very important to you to come on a podcast and and mention uh, that I had a boyfriend. Announce yourself. You just wanted to come on and flex. (laughs) I wanted to plug the concept of having a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you change your Twitter name to sports underscore hetero? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Uh, If it's available, I'll do it. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get all the you get all the media play and like actually get invited and the radio stations actually say you're at because they're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. this is okay. We can say sports hetero. <laughs> I probably uh, I hope this person I, I hope it's not too obvious who this person is. Um so I don't know if I should tell this story, but uh somebody that I know recently uh was like was basically like oh uh you know um i want to uh do some some more research on like this this issue and like you know lgd lgbt uh q representation in in hockey and stuff like who should i talk to or whatever and i mentioned mal and they were like but mal is scary (laughs) 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 which i thought was hilarious um so, yeah. she's on video she's like iconic for that by the way i i fucking love people who don't try to be like the picture perfect queer uh mal is the best there's too many of that yes fair enough i'm not Riley, do you have any grievances anything. against anybody online you'd like to announce you want to want to take uh, a shot at anybody i'd like to start my campaign to re-sign tyler myers oh no oh that's, so you have a you have a uh, violent beef against all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lord, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, make it worth it. Jeez. Uh, uh, there's being tall is now also that's uh, that's also there's gonna be a second T in the acronym. Hockey now. is for everyone, after all. Yeah, absolutely. Talk, we don't we we haven't talked enough about how oppressed tall people are in hockey. <laughs> uh, all right. Have uh, you seen all of the anti-tall legislation coming out in the U.S. right now? Uh, uh yeah. 
this was a fun one. I'm I'm deliriously tired, but uh, I've enjoyed <laughs> just lying down on the floor with the microphone pointing up at my face. And uh, hopefully my audio isn't noticeably worse than it usually is. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, Riley, where can people find you slash, uh, should they find you slash, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I'm mostly just on Twitter for now and you can find basically everything I do off of Twitter. My, uh, my handle's at Riley Minor Curly, or I guess it could be sports <laughs> underscore hetero at hetero some point. By the time this episode comes out. <laughs> Yeah, and they can they can watch you uh, uh, play goalie as well, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, plug the Twitch yeah, really terribly. Uh, my awesome. Twitch is uh, too much goalie with no spaces or capitals or special characters. Nice. Wait, could I could I ask you some questions about that? So yeah, how did how did you start? I've never seen a goalie scream themselves like that. Like, how did you start that? How do you set up the equipment? Because uh, it's it's really clear. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, for a while, I used to like basically have my having my parents record me and then being mm -hmm. able to watch back the video. And then I was like, how can I do this on my own now? And then I kind of realized that, that it was it would be really stupid to get a camera because any cheap camera is worse than a phone camera. So I was just like, mm -hmm. I'm going to put my phone behind the board. So I got like a mount for it and... I've got data, so I was like, okay, oh, I can just stream to Twitch, and that's kind of how that started. Oh, wow. That's that's dope. awesome. Yeah. It's fun. How's your how's your new league? I know I know you joined uh I, I think it was a different league that you joined, like a co-ed league or I only subbed for it once. I actually haven't played since. I really want to next season. I'm I might have to look into okay. it a bit more. All right, so if anybody's listening and is part of a women's league or uh, yeah, hit me up. I play whatever. goalie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. Do you know this is totally this is only semi related, but do yeah. you know anything about that? Uh, uh, the cutting edges. It's like they're like Van a, a a Vancouver gay hockey team. Oh, I saw them being celebrated at the game. They were sitting on my Yeah, they team. were recently uh like like shouted out by the Canucks socials and stuff. I was just wondering if anybody knew anything about that because I thought it was cool. I know nothing about that, honestly. Yeah, um, nah. I should learn more about them. It seemed cool. Yeah. They were just like we're we're a, a hockey team and we're all gay guys. And I was like, cool. Also I have a feeling that's a lot of tears. But <laughs> I feel like for Pride Nights, something that would actually unironically be cool is just having like a driving with a Canuck sort of bit, or but it's basically like a Canuck has to spend a day with a trans person. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Like, I feel like unironically and... just having some level of like humanity would be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah fair yeah if you have any and, other ideas about how to improve pride night definitely absolutely and and <laughs> i know. i i must once again encourage people to uh I'd throw their own guerrilla style uh pride nights or or create their own uh guerrilla pride merchandise um and you know the canucks having their their big like block party or whatever and having like a drag show beforehand was uh was genuinely cool and i hope that yeah. that like is a yeah uh, it's cool you know step one in like more stuff like that like you know 
potentially like uh uh like more like teams Riley. should bring out Yerky Lume at drag shows. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh it would be it would be very funny if uh, you know they came up with their own like Canucks themed drag queen or something, or like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I spent five minutes trying to come up with a drag name that was roughly Yerky Lumi, but <laughs> I got I gotta say I really don't like Crazy P the 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 in house hype man. No. It's just some old guy who runs around all the sections with a big drum and tries to hype the crowd <laughs> up. But he's like kind of like aggressive, and you yeah. kind of don't realize he's like part of the team entertainment thing, and like nobody really gets into it with him. But I swear yeah. to God, if they had a drag queen, walk, like a bunch of drag queens walking around the sections hyping people up, I think it would be a huge improvement and people would have tons of fun at games i i feel like there's definitely something close to dixon ward that you can do with uh yep that's it and have a good name i haven't figured it out yet because i'm so tired (laughs) you're like Uh, halfway there but i'm halfway there so somebody (laughs) dm the show with what the, the 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 drag queen name is using dixon ward as a starting point yeah and jackson has to make it his uh his 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 name for like two weeks sure yeah i would 1000 it's a it's about time for me to change at the end of the season i don't have to be jokerfied leisure suit lariano anymore <laughs> all right thanks for listening everybody thanks to riley for coming on thanks yeah, thank you so much yeah, i'm gonna try to get up now we'll see how it goes <laughs> yeah you can uh check out our patreon stuff we did a really oh, yeah. great episode with uh, about uh you know Ojek, yes. his career as a canuck and his career uh overall and his off-ice work as well. Yeah, uh, really... You can find that at roxyfever.com slash... Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> patreon.com slash roxyfever. That's correct, yes. Uh, really proud of that one. And and we'll have uh, a, a John Garrett-related one coming up uh, next month. Fuck, yeah. What, what it's going to be is still... You John know, Garrett has there, T-Boy but... swag. <laughs> Absolutely. Episode title. <laughs> Ciao, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye.